Let's talk about sex. Hey, everybody. <laughs> J. Cole. <laughs> Not talking about sex yet, but welcome to the Sunday edition. To my left, I have the revolution. Bang, bang. We're going to start off the discussion with J.R. Smith, but we've well, you, got yeah, you quite got a lot of topics. I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, you just Let me right fuck this duck. Oh! As oh. you love to say. Hold on, let me get these, these two. There you go. Oh. Whew. All right. But <laughs> we've got a lot of topics, as I was going to say. And here to also discuss these topics, we have the, the, everybody's the now to me. Yeah. Yeah. Trezene. Hey y'all, what's but up? we also have a guest, Mr. Dice, Big Dice. What's going on? All right, <laughs> and I hope you guys all answer to Dice. What's going on, guys? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. We're gonna kick it off. J.R. Smith is well, he's actually not going on. So let me set this up real right quick for you. Friday, nope, Thursday, Thursday night after a hearty. An exciting episode of True Baller Thursday. The Revolution, the Rev G. Mathis, and J. Coazette went to watch the game one, game one. of 2018 NBA Finals. Yeah. It was an amazing game. It was a very exciting game. Gold State looked like they may have had it. Cleveland came back. It was back and forth, back and forth. Four seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. LeBron James passes it to uh, George Hill, which I'm pretty sure he saw was being held. So he knew they would call attention to Klay Thompson holding George Hill, and he knew that that foul was going to be called. Surely it was. George Hill goes to the line. 4.7 seconds left. Drains the first three, excuse me, the first free throw beautifully. Okay. Second free throw. Botched. I mean, botched is not a good word. It was front of the rim, almost at the bottom of the rim. What's the score here? The score is, is now tied 107 to 107. Okay. Yeah. After that first hit free throw. Yeah. So it's a tie game. J.R. Smith, who was not paying attention, might I add, once the action came in place, just kind of had the basketball gods place the basketball into his very hand. From the rebound from the missed free throw. From the missed free throw. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was such a horrible free throw, Ghost State wasn't ready for it. J.R. Smith got the ball. Mm-hmm. He then proceeds to run out to half court with no clue of what's happening. No clue at all. LeBron James is screaming at him, pointing towards the basket, points towards George Hill. Finally, J.R. Smith realizes they're not up. That is actually a tie game. He passes off to George Hill too late. Tie game, buzzer goes off, and in the overtime, Cleveland can't get it together. I mean, their minds are stuck on that uh, last play, and they lose horribly. Mm-hmm. So the internet has been raging about this. Yeah. Twitter ripped JR a new one. I mean, a lot of the memes, a lot of the jokes were hilarious. This was my personal favorite. Uh, at JRashad underscore said, what if JR Smith, in a reference to Infinity War, saw 14 million possible outcomes, and this is the only way the Cavs win the series? They're related well to me because I watched Infinity War as well as basketball so it was a really good tie-in um, but jokes aside this was probably the worst play I've ever seen in my life uh, yeah it's one of them but let me let me say this for people like Trezene or anyone <laughs> that's not really into basketball right so first and foremost uh, Go State Warriors are odds on favorite to repeat as the NBA championship it's for the NBA championship 
uh, Cleveland is uh, far and away the underdogs here. And so Cleveland had a chance to steal game one in the Golden State. So they could then have the advantage moving forward. So just if, if JR had have been aware of the play at hand and tipped the ball in and done something offensive at that moment uh, and, and been aware of the score, they could have possibly won this game, taking the game, game one at home. Uh, on the road. On the road, I mean, for them. Do you kind of get that? Do you, do you get what was at stake here? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. I do. So for everyone else that's out there. So. Um, this was a huge defeat for them because, you know, they don't have a lot of opportunities to no. take one on the road. And it's not common that Golden State misses as many three-pointers as they were missing in this game. So we yeah. don't know if that's going to reoccur in tonight's game. Yeah. Game two is tonight. Yeah. I'll be, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how JR comes out because a lot of people are, are surmising that he's going to come out gunning. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily true. But uh, it, the fact that they could have been in one position, yeah, or at least had been given a chance. LeBron was wide open. Jr. could have passed it to him, and at least given LeBron the chance to make or miss that game-winning shot. Uh, to take that out of his hands, to take his his team completely out of it, yeah, was, was a tragedy. So um, I think that tonight's game is gonna be so storyline driven. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, I yeah. mean. It, how do you get your head back into it after that? Like, in, in any situation, when it's something that was that close, how do you get your head you, back you into it? You play balls to the wall. You, I, I think you go harder. I think mm-hmm. you go full in to get your confidence. I don't think that you shrink because if you say, all right, well, let me fall back and let the game come to me, the game right. will never come to you right. because you're already out of it. But, you know, I don't know. I think that the, the big thing here was just – you know how funny everybody took this, and mm-hmm. I think that J.R. Smith is going to be devastated. For unless you have somebody like LeBron, who is a leader, who takes that off you, takes you off the hook, and he did. you know absolves you of a mistake. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, it's a huge mistake. So I don't. Know. Yeah, he did. LeBron did back up Jr. the leader that he is. Yep. Uh, this was my favorite meme on it. Uh, what are you? Why would you do that? And Jr.'s in the end game now. Still yeah. reference to that uh, Infinity War. So. I think that's about all we have on the J.R. Smith. Yeah, subject. I think so. I think so. It's so funny. You said Twitter was dragging. The drag, drag. I, I don't, I don't watch sports, but there's a whole bunch of y'all that's like this on your job. It's, it's a whole bunch of people. <laughs> you ain't paying attention. You effing up all the group projects. Some of y'all are J.R. on your own jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your head is not in the game, and we're here for the win. And you are completely. F- <sighs> y'all should. Instead of dragging, you should contemplate if you are Jr. on your job. Oh, are you Jr. Are you in your are life? Are you the Jr. in your life? Excellent. Are you? It's so easy to come for somebody and drag them yes. when you're yes. not looking at yourself, yes. going, "Wait a minute, am I the Jr.?" I think that's part of the thing we're always talking about: drag culture, cancel culture, mm-hmm. where you're not really looking at you. It's so easy to vicariously be like, "Oh, you screwed up." I wouldn't have. You don't know that. That those are it's thousands of people screaming. You got millions watching at home. Timeout screw you up. I mean, we've obviously seen this what 25 years ago yeah, with 25 Chris, years ago, Weber. Chris Webber, and that you know, 
man, that was heartbreaking for everyone that was a fan of Michigan mm-hmm. basketball, Michigan University, yep. and wanting the Fat Five to go all the way and win a title. This was their second time back, and Chris Webber botched it. Mm-hmm. And and Jr. We, we saw Nick Anderson botch two free throws for the Orlando Magic yeah. in the nineties. Oh, yeah. In '94, was it? Changed his trajectory. Yep. After his whole career went all the way down, but you you have to see that it happens so often that maybe you are the J.R. Smith should always be looking at maybe just to humble yourself and to maybe have a point of reference like, hmm, damn, maybe I need to stop throwing stones and see <laughs> where I fit in in this situation. So thank Absolutely. you, Tresonate. Yeah, that was a, a brilliant observation. Absolutely. Um, so moving on, um, here's a topic. This stays <laughs> in sports, but it's more a social. Um, uh than anything else so recently um i i come across this tweet i'm gonna go across where's the tweet at didn't get put up um no it's not on there no oh okay because i sent in an email and i said that (laughs) twitter was in the email and to pull it so you know it's a couple jr smiths in here right now (laughs) as you can see nevertheless uh there's this tweet i'll read it I will read the tweet. Y'all can hum or something until I find it. Ah, okay. So here's the tweet. Some guy named God Complex XX. Uh, black man called Serena a man for her entire career, but want to call her a sellout for marrying a white man. LOL. That man worships the ground she walks on, unlike you niggas. Mind you, this is a black man. This is a black man. Mm. And he said that black men called Serena her entire career uh-uh. a man. Okay. Uh, big dice. I'm going to toss this over to you, brother. Uh, please tell me when in this in this life. I ain't never. Hold on. My cuss. Oh, absolutely. I ain't never in my motherfucking life <laughs> said Serena look like a damn man. I never. I, she is a beautiful woman. She's super talented. You ever heard any man say that? I ain't never heard. No, I, sh- he should get smacked the fuck out of. Him. Is he, y- y'all, no, I ain't gonna promote that. But um, <laughs> nah, but for real though, I mean, she, she, she. I mean, I don't understand why he he'll come to that absurd, uh, to that. Why would he say something like that? I, okay, so that is the question that we are posing today. Why would, when we all know, for for this entire career, we all know that it was white men mm-hmm. who were calling Serena Absolutely. a man. Every time she loses, look at her body. She's so masked. People have, in the tennis world, in the sports analyst world, all over. No, they weren't ready for us to take over. They, they, oh, they, no. No, nah, they weren't ready for that. No, not, yeah. not definitely not in tennis, where... If anyone knows this, uh, the majority of the tennis demographic audience mm. is white male, okay, well educated, mm-hmm. affluent. Yes. Okay. Yes. No objection. That that okay. is. I, I looked it up. That, so if the conversation is, is being had, then that's who's saying that's- white males, older white males mm-hmm. of a certain price bracket of yes. a certain earning bracket yes we're saying this and here's what's funny let me ask you all out there that's, that's watching this and maybe even here in the studio 
when we had a president by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, who was calling his beautiful black wife a man, yep. and her shape and physique was manly. manly. Mm -hmm. I even, for years, I kept a tweet uh -huh. where some, some alt-right person put a penis in between Michelle's legs. Mm -hmm. And they all retweeted that, and they were all championing this. Yep. And her looks. So who was that? Uh, it, was white, it was white men and white women. Okay, yeah. uh, Trey. Yeah, no yeah. objection. White men, white women. Okay, so now, now all of a sudden, we want to change the narrative and say that it's black men that's against. Right. Serena's looks. You have something to say, sir? Well, I just, I mean, my first thing was because I remember specifically white people saying that it being a mainstream media discussion, not just yes. like a internet, you know, yeah. underlying, underground conversation, a mainstream media. I heard it on ESPN. So, yeah, that, that, those conversations are all driven by white men. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look, look at this tomato. Mm. Oh, my God. No black man is saying no to, let me, let me just say this. I hope. Ladies and gentlemen out there, I hope this episode, I, I thought there was going to be a warning put on there, but this is not for your children. Please turn, if your children are in the room, I, I'm giving you 10 seconds right now before I turn the, flip. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn the page, okay? Okay, we, we ready? Kids out? The kids yeah. out? Yeah, the okay, the kids out. Let me tell y'all something. You see that booty? Look at this booty. Look, Look at that booty, okay? Every black man I know is talking about groceries. Okay, they got their Kroger <laughs> Plus card out. Okay, they. Um, the circumferences. Yeah, let's talk about the. the <laughs> let's talk about the geometry of that booty. Talk to me, Dice. Talk to me, Dice. Tell me about the circumference of that booty. Man, ain't no black man on earth gonna say some shit like that. Nobody. I I am. When I tell you, I was disgusted. And it's it's hard to bother me, but I was rattled by that because I am tired of this group, this silent shadow government of black Twitter who keep putting out these narratives against each other. Like, like I am so tired of black people constantly dragging one another. I do not see this from Asians. I, I, I just don't see Chinese women and men fighting talking about, oh, uh, nobody want Louis Tan and so on and so like anybody saying that like they don't go after one another like that I don't see it from the Mexican community. I don't see it from the Caribbean community I don't see it from the Puerto Rican community within that demographic the Dominicans I don't see this, you know, I don't you know Indians even though they know that they have a caste system Even though that they know that they have colorism You still don't see them talking about it publicly. You don't see it if you've seen it, you tell me. Have you seen Indians or Pakistani people no. dragging each other for colorism or their caste system? No, never. Why do we do it? Anybody, someone, why do we do it? Right. I um I can tell you this. What what upsets me is that people feel the need to retweet these. So so the guy, complex sex 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 guy, yeah. makes this statement. And he's not like a big time, you know, got hundreds of thousands or even tens of thousands of followers, right? But somebody picks this up and like, oh, this is crazy. I'm gonna retweet this and I'm gonna drag him. Right? So people are ready to drag this guy for that statement. That statement is wrong. And this is the birth of a 
of a viral and then somebody else wants to comment somebody just just leave that alone why are you even perpetuating that narrative uh, brother I, I wish I wish that were the case they were supporting it there were there were people supporting that they were uh, yes 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 the, the what we have now dubbed pick me Twitter Uh-oh. pick me Twitter there's nothing but black women yesing it and championing that when that's not true but it's all in supporting Go ahead. I think it's all in support of the narrative of wanting to validate wanting to be with white men, right? Mm-hmm. So because I had to think, like, is it true that black men were saying that about Serena's body? And I had to just kind of reflect a bit on my own personal experience. I'm like, no, they weren't because when the comments about Serena's body were coming out in the black community, it impacted me because I'm like, oh, it's okay to strive for a body like that. It's okay to be muscular like that. Black men still like that. Okay, so that's okay. Even with Michelle Obama and hearing the comments about her body, okay, it's okay to have muscular arms and a fat muscular, they're not going to trip over that. Like, And, and so it puts in you like, hey, if I'm going to work out, it's not going to be a problem having a body looking like that because they're liking that. So I cannot confirm or even just validate what they're saying on Twitter that black men had these comments about Serena's body. It didn't exist because if it did, it would have negatively impacted me personally of what I thought about my own body image. Right. So that's one. But I think that this tweet comes from two places. It was a black dude trying to pander to the the black female audience that is wanting to hear Mm. that black men don't like them so that they can go after what they really want, which is to be with white men. I think we've had a number of discussions here on the Sunday edition about wanting to be aligned with white men for whatever professional or personal reasons Mm -hmm. that, you know, make you feel good in your personal life to want to attain something. And so I think sharing that makes you feel good in your own little circle that this is happening. But I don't think that black men were saying this because I, I, I know personally I would have been impacted with regard to my own body image if I would have heard black men say that they didn't like that. Dice. Everybody has a preference, but at the same time, don't put your preference and say that you representing everybody as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I, you know that to me, that's like he just that was a personal thing of it, and he mm-hmm. tried to, and people just picked up on it negatively. You know what I mean? And 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 ran with it. It's it's bothersome to me because I think that we keep getting into this conversation about who you want to date, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and here's my thing. Like, black women have been saying this about black men for a long time, which I agree with. There's a demographic of black men whom I've seen, I don't know about you, Dice, but chime in if you've seen this, that have to degrade black women and to say, oh, man, black women is too difficult. Oh, I don't like them and da-da-da-da-da because they da 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 And, you know, I like white girls and I like Asians. And I like, like, you don't have to down someone in order to get with some. Have you ever heard that dice? Like people saying that in your presence? I no, I didn't even say it in my presence, but I heard that um, I mean I I hear of people saying that. see that I've said that statement so many times that it's never said in my presence. Right. And I don't think black women really get this. I'm like, I don't hear a whole lot of this stuff. Right. So it's like either you and I, Dice, run in a circle where this doesn't happen in, or 
it's from these weird little pockets of black men and you guys are putting it on all of us. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that certainly could be the case. Be from someone who's lived in different places and has met black men from different places, right. there can be very different mindsets and worldviews when it comes to blackness slash anti-blackness. Right. And so you're right, there can be small pockets of black men who just really aren't anti-blackness at all. Um, but I've never really heard, in even in Twitter circles, uh, comments about, about Serena and not liking Serena. Maybe about her skin tone, maybe negativity about her complexion, but never about her body and looking like a man. I don't think I've ever, ever heard that. Jayco, you have any final thoughts yeah, on this? Yeah, I, I want to add on this that, that, you know, social media loves to, to take a, a an agenda and, and push it to its limit. Mm -hmm. I, I remember a video that was circulating on Facebook. I don't know if it made its way to Twitter where this guy did a compilation of um, videos, you know, so you know how sometimes people take a video of fights? Yeah. So they were showing and they clipped about five, six, seven videos of a black man and a black woman arguing. Oh, and yes. And they were yelling at the top of your lungs at each yes. other. And then they took a video of this challenge that was going around where white men and black women were together and they were saying why they loved each other. Yes. And he was like, look at how the black woman talks to the black man. She yells at him and disrespects him and cusses at him and be loud and aggressive. And then when she's with a white man, she talks all meek and and submissive and da 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 I was like, this is on so many levels. And I, and I, was, I wanted to start going in on it. And, and that was one where I was like, I'm not going to share. I'm not even going to comment. I think I commented on one person's because it was a friend of mine who shared. I was like, look, man, you can't be sharing this crap. It's garbage. Yeah. And it doesn't even account for what we just talked about. The women that are there that are dating the white men yeah. are probably in a lot of a different situation. That's the kind of a woman who they are. Yeah. It's not necessarily a stereotypical black. So it's this cherry picking yeah. of statistics or examples. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very bizarre. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I thought, I mean, so I just, I, I remember that and I always think of that when I see these narratives and I, I try to debunk them as much as I can because as a person on the outside who has lived in the black community yeah. and have seen black relationships my entire life, it's all bullshit. It's, it is. I, I've, I don't know. I don't want to dive into that, but you know, I just want to say that it's like, um, I don't feel like I, I need to defend myself right now, but I think that sometimes people, you know, even mistake themes that I say, mm -hmm. where it's just like, look guys, we're talking about this in particular, and let me explain this this point to you right. and how, and they say, oh my God, you're mean, you're yeah, hateful, yeah, yeah. you don't like, it's like, no, you've known me my entire life for the most part, and what woman have I dated? You've seen me date. How many Asian women have I dated? Uh, quite a few. I, okay. How yeah, many white women several, have I dated? I remember a few white women. Right. And I remember a whole lot of black women. Uh, like like ninety percent. Like yes. it's like ninety eight something percent. Yes. You know? And um, I, you know, it's just you happen to be meet you meet someone and then you're like, oh yeah, you'll be cool. Like yeah, let's let's talk. Let's yep. you know. But I don't go out in the world like oh I. I only want this but I do have like Dice said I do have a preference mm -hmm. and if my preference if anyone wants to know what my preference is it's that complexion it's a certain height it's a certain booty 
it's you know it like I I like I like taller mm -hmm. you know brown skin mm -hmm. to darker black women. Mm -hmm. However, they don't really like me. I get a whole bunch of high yellow women. I, I get. They used to call me the king of the high yellow husbands. But that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor that's there. That's neither here nor there. You know, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. it. Um, that's that's over with. Uh, have to, oh. oh yeah, we, we got to move on now. Uh, Trezene, um Speaking of transitioning, <laughs> segway. Would you like to take the next segment, please? Yes. So if you've been on social media for any length of time, let's say the last five to seven years, you may have noticed an increase in the amount of sex workers that are appearing all on Twitter, Instagram, and other places selling sex uh, in a number of ways. And if you didn't know, yesterday was International Sex Workers Day, which it is uh, more politically correctly known is actually International Whores Day, uh, which was yesterday. Um, and its purpose is to legitimize and gain rights for those who are sex workers. Um, two things struck me as I uh, read about the history of uh, this revolution that started in 1975. And I'll start the discussion off with my first thought um, is that feminists supported the revolution in 1975 when it sparked in France, but did not support it when it revived in the 2000s. Um, and they said that the biggest issue among feminists was that uh, they weren't really supporting reliance on sex and looks to make it in the world. They were not supporting the legitimacy of prostitution the second go round. But yes, so there's definitely a push today to legitimize prostitution and give rights to sex workers. And so that is what is being celebrated all over the world. It's not just the United States, it is all over the world to gain rights for people who engage in sex work. <laughs> Why are you making that face revolution? Uh, <laughs> well, huh, th th that's very loaded, right? Mm -hmm. To legitimize sex work, right? Mm -hmm. And so I want to say this. When, when we first discussed this uh, in planning for the show, the first thing that I said was every time that I've seen people scream about rights for sex workers, it's always, the examples they show is always slain prostitutes, mm -hmm. right? Like prostitutes that are murdered and especially trans mm -hmm. sex workers, oh, yeah. mostly mm -hmm. prostitutes mm -hmm. who are murdered and killed, right? Yep. And so I just go, oh, they like, you know, so they wouldn't have to work in the shadows and this, this, that, the third. And so I was speaking to Trezene. Is it too early to mention this? Because I know that you have an outline here. No, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. So I was speaking to Trezene and I said, well, First and foremost, when you kind of have a Christian background, when you're, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. the big three religions and it's orthodox, you know, somewhere around there, that you're a little conservative about sex. Like, you're like, oh, no, you can't do that. You know, that's that's against God. Like, I'm just, I'm just being real here, my. No. Is that. That's absolutely accurate. That's accurate. Yeah. Okay. So, here's the thing that I think that we all should really focus on here women. Period mm -hmm. are not valued. Mm -hmm. If we're going to look at statistics, I do not have the statistics in front of me. Maybe Trezene knows this, mm -hmm. but who is overwhelmingly sex workers? Mm -hmm. Who who makes up the majority? Yeah, well, it's, it's women. It's women. And who's in the biggest danger when they are? The, if no you're women. Talking about the danger aspect of it. It's women. Women, mm -hmm. right? So here's the thing, though, right? I just saw a story on social media where a affluent woman went jogging mm -hmm. 
in New York City. Yep. And she was accosted, mm -hmm. raped, mm -hmm. and then stabbed to death. And later found in a park. She was not a sex worker. Mm -hmm. She was a woman. Yep. So for me, the argument for me is I would like for everyone to value women yes. to the point where we we have enough support to make women safe because I can go jogging at night. The most that might happen to me is I might get mugged. I still may get stabbed, right. but right. The, the likelihood of me getting raped and murdered, right. you know, like, I mean, and not able to defend yourself. Right. I mean, a surprise attack is a surprise attack, right. exactly. you know, uh, Mickey Ficky jumping out of a bush and getting a jump on me yeah. is, you know. Plus, if they got a gun and you don't. Yeah, and you don't. I mean, that's. But I'm not. I'm not taking away anything from women with that. I, I, I'm just merely stating that you're right. That a man has that much in a situation to do a little bit more than a woman does. Yeah. But I, I just think that we should really prioritize taking care of women. Overall, mm -hmm. how how off am I, Trezene? Uh, you're not off at all. I think that's really the inherent problem within the feminist movements, within the different sects or sub-feminism groups that is in feminism is where does the value lie in women? Yeah. Um, you know, I think we've had discussions, you know, off camera, if you will, about, you know, there's the battle between stay-at-home mom and working mom. There's the battle between the less uh, beautiful woman and the more beautiful woman. There's the battle between, you know, what type of work you do, you know what I mean? So sex work versus being a doctor or a lawyer. And so we're trying to put value on women based on all these different things. And so I feel like, oh, wait, wait, let me even give another dichotomy. Are you loving a man or are you loving a woman? Are you hating men? Are you loving men? So we have all these dichotomies because where is the value for you as a woman? And so I think even within this sex workers movement where they're saying, hey, don't devalue me because I'm choosing to use my looks or my vagina to make an, a living. It's still that dichotomy of Ugh, why would you do that? Because we place less value on whores than we do on a woman who may be at, stay at home raising her children. But then she might be less valued than by a woman who's out working doing a nine to five or her 80 hour work week. So you're absolutely correct that we have got to deal with the issue of allowing a woman to choose to live her life as she wants and her value not be placed on what work she chooses to do. But you know, in, in, within that feminist movement, that is where the that is where the tension is. I think I saw a tweet by um, the creator for Harriet, which is a, fem a black feminist publication. Kim Foster is the creator. She's a Harvard-educated woman. She's under thirty, between twenty-five, twenty-eight, so she is kind of young. Um, but I saw a tweet that she that she posted and said, "I'm going to have to rethink my feminism with regards to looks." And I was like, "Yes, I'm glad that you said it out loud. I feel the same way." Because it's like, ah, for so long, you're actually devaluing women who are relying on their beauty to make moves within this patriarchal system, right? And because you're like, ah, you are supporting what we're trying to fight against. <laughs> but that whole argument can be used in other ways. If you're staying at home raising your children, are you supporting the patriarchal system? If you're not doing that and you're out working, so that you can be amongst the boys and be, are you support? Like it's, it's all over the place. And so I think you're absolutely right. We have to stop devaluing one another <laughs> based on what we choose to do with regards to work. Ali Wong's 
stand up. She did yeah. the first time, talked about wanting to stay home, and her new stand up talks about staying home. And I think it reflects just the tension between just choosing what you want to do with your life as a woman and where does your value lie. So if we're gonna talk anything about sex work, whether it's the illegal kind, the prostitution, or the legal kind, which is stripping and porn starring and all mm. this web episodes y'all are doing for $8.99 an episode and all that, you know what I mean? Like, we, we just have to look at whatever you're talking about. Like, if people choose that, their value as a human being should not be depicted on what they're choosing for work. I got a question. Who, who, who do you think devalued that their professions who, or, or opposing, opposing that, the men or the women? Who, who, who does it more? Who's opposing that? Oh, Lord. Who, 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 who they have? Are the women fighting against women to... I have a more than a man, you know. Out of that's, man a that's a great question, man. Question. That is a very good question. That's a. I I would say that it's more men, and I'll tell you why. Because the ones fighting hardest are the ones who are um, don't want the public to find out that they're into it. Mm. So the ones that really fight this on the male perspective are ones who don't care, but wouldn't want their congregation or their wife or their co-workers to know that they're okay with sex work you know i could see it being women i could see it being mm -hmm. women who wish that they were as free mm -hmm. I, I typically right. see I, I typically see a lot of self-hate when you see conversations of people you know like living their best lives mm -hmm. or anybody you know because somebody's like hey i love what i do you know, and they're like, Ugh, she's a whore. She's, you know, I, I see that. I see women have that discussion for women that's like, I don't want to get married. Yes, I was just going to say that. I, I, I like dating. Kids. I don't want to raise them. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I enjoy dating because people take that as, oh, you just want to sleep with whomever you want. And, you know, and they get mad because they're frustrated because they wish they that they it. could do it. And I think that we're, and I've said this time and time again, I think that if the entire world were able to practice their sexual truths, mm -hmm. we would not have the problems that we would have. Man. No, I'm serious. Man. I think if we were able to practice our sexual truths mm -hmm. and be who we are truthfully, with no stigma, yeah. the world would be a much different place. I don't know for the good, Right. I don't know for the worst. I think it would certainly play a part in dismantling the patriarchal system that everybody wants to dismantle because that system supports keeping whores and the good ones separate. That system supports you gotta be the good girl in order to, to be the wife, to be the one who gets taken out in public to all the good things. The whores is for the fun time that's in secret. And that system supports keeping them all that separate. So if people are allowed to be free, that, that plays a huge part in dismantling. So I would say yeah, probably for the good. <laughs> I, I, I would tend to lean towards so, for the good. Oh, go ahead, Dice. No, I'm not going yet. No, you go ahead. Please, go ahead, please. Go. I, I, I just hearing her saying that, I, I think I think if men have a problem with it, I think it's because of a control issue. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I think it'll be a control issue. A absolutely. I, I definitely, I think, and that's where losing patriarch, control. yeah, losing control. It's like, oh my God, they can do whatever they want to and they can choose. That's the, th listen, nobody wants to give women the right to choose. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to give women the right to choose. And 
it, it's very obvious in our political policies that we write to govern a woman's body and their ability to choose what they do with their own bodies. And laws are inherently wrong. Like how can you tell, if someone wants to use a drug, because I wanna to get to this, if someone wants to use a drug, it is their choice. Right? Yes. So why are we fighting for drug dealers' rights? Like, hey, it's a profession. I'm just trying to take care of my family. Ha like, is there a difference in being a drug dealer than it is no. being a whore? No, absolutely not. It's, it's, a, it's a potentially dangerous situation that is something that is completely on you. And if you have the right to do that, yeah. then it opens up the like you said the laws it opens up all these freedoms that you're no longer fighting that you're no longer trying to sneak I, I mean I don't see I I could see a negative in some drugs because some drugs drive people to do horrible things I can see that and and we have to control that aspect of it because there are some drugs that that cause people to kill people but alcohol does the same thing you know right I mean but here's the thing though like lower evolved people drive themselves do anything without drugs like someone feels some kind we have kids that shoot up schools yeah. because of rejection yeah. so that's that's neither here nor there you, you know but nevertheless Trey did you have any other point because I'm, I'm still a little curious about this um you know I, I don't do you have I do I actually have a, a couple points I want to add first of all I want to jump back quickly to Ravo's point earlier um marriages you know, men don't value women and, and women die in marriages. Yes. In, in a marriage. In right? a marriage. talking about a secret sex work or a midnight jog that you, you yes. know you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Talking about in your marriage. Yes. So when the value, we're talking value, that's a, a, a fantastic point. How many women, how many women have called the police, have gone to the departments and said, my husband is threatening me. Yes. He has done this. He is doing that. And they say, ma'am, there's very little we can do. And they send you home to the problem only for you to die. And then they have all of these yes. phone calls and records. Wait, the most famous one, Nicole Brown Simpson. Yes. They had how many calls of her calling? Like, he's trying to kill me. Yep. And, and people knowing that OJ was violent to Nicole. Yep. At the end of the day, the laws might be off the books, but, you know, women are still considered property when it comes to marriage like it, it, it just is like nah well ain't shit we can do because your owner is over there so if your owner is doing this that well you can go right back over there and so you know I, I, I you know like I, that's how I feel like the, it's almost like with you know black Americans here it might be off the books that <laughs> we're not chattel slaves but uh right. look at how we're treated our values very low I mentioned pre-production that there was a case that ju a jury verdict came out where a black man's life was valued at four dollars by a jury and then they did all the other deductions and calculations and they awarded him for the family four cents for his life and it's just that's just is what it is the patriarchal system is the one who plays the subjective value on people and even if it don't say it on the books it is what it is and people are still devalued so when you talk about even women being devalued in marriage it's because ah, we don't say your property on the books but that is exactly what the patriarchal system supports is that you are now the property of this that's why in weddings you're given away ladies by your father who was the owner of you to now your new owner oh. that is what that is so you know 
Call the police, like, no, deal with that with your owner. We don't got nothing to with do with your that. Owner. God, that <laughs> I, I want that to sit for a second yeah, before I, I move to my point. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I just got to salt on that one. Yeah. You know, um, I get what I, you're saying. I want I want to bring in the value again uh, on another level. Um, someone tweeted, this is actually um, a sex worker that I follow. Um, I saw Tresne had her on Twitter and there was a, a booty picture. I was like, oh, who is that? And I started oh, following her because her. of the booty picture. But she's a sex worker, but she's not a prostitute. She's a sex therapist. Yes. And she said, hey, we are sex workers. So if you are, even if you have a PhD and your PhD is in sex therapy, you are a sex worker. You are not more valuable than the prostitute. So we're still even within that system trying to, you know, oh no, no, I'm not in that. No, you are. You you deal with sex. You know You're, you know what you know when this all gonna come together? Hmm. When they find a way how to make money. Oh, you mean the America, Ta- the, yeah. the government. Government. It's like, yeah. I agree with that. Oh, absolutely. If, if they found a way how to you know, put stipulations well, on and make money for them like they doing weed. Yeah, but it took, how long did it take that? And, and they still there's a way to make money off of drugs, right. and they haven't done that yet. Right, because let us be very real here. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't matter now that we have legitimately reached um, probably the height of what the founding fathers said mm-hmm. what America is, this melting pot, right? Right. right? Race, creed, religion, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. America, you look... 50 years ago, we are that more than we were then. Like, sure, Ellis Island, New York City may have been that, but the re- once you start getting toward the Mississippi, it starts getting thin and it starts getting very white and mm. it starts getting very Christian. Yeah. And and we have the term the Bible Belt and the Midwest. And everyone says, oh, those Midwestern values. Listen, people are not going to be happy with that. All right. They're not, right. you know, because here is here again, right? Let's one of my favorite records is by Dolly Parton called Jolene, right? Yeah. She goes to this woman named Jolene. She begs her, please don't take my man. Like she, Jolene, Jolene, <laughs> Jolene, Jolene. Like, right? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, listen, I get it. You're, you're red hair, green eyes. You super fine. He, he's all I got. Mm-hmm. And then women will be like, man, I will lose my man. Mm-hmm. To this legal system, right? How Chris Rock lost yes. his marriage to what? I thought he was cheating. Before that, dude, we all know what he was addicted to. Porn. He was addicted to porn. He yes. was addicted yes. to pornography. He talked about it in his comment in stand up. Right? Yep. And then pornography leads to what? Uh, you can only do so much before you want to do what? Want to do more. You want to do more, then you start cheating. Yep. Right? So imagine now that you have a safe discreet place where you can go mm-hmm. and have now what does that look like for women at home mm-hmm. what does that look like for men at home like i i don't know man but it's, isn't it working in other countries though yeah like you go um uh, where do you go to the red light district and uh, you where i went amsterdam. there amsterdam. amsterdam i was gonna say nothing amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, i thought and, i saw, saw that I mean, yeah and i was a kid and i was like oh my god look <laughs> women and you could just oh like a vending machine it's yeah. like they're in the windows these tall builders and they, the, the lights on like hello little boy you like a little action you like yeah. yes and, and even in that <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I would i would like oh a lot of little action a lot of little action <laughs> 
Give me more little action. <laughs> a little more. A little more. <laughs> what is that? Is that Vintage 74? <laughs> oh my oh. god. Oh my oh. god. Mm. Oh, that's pure. That's pure. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, that's, that's... oh my god. I can't. I can't feel my face. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> Maybe that's not no, a good thing. No, okay. Okay. We, okay, let's get out of that. Take let's get out of that. No, All right. Yeah. So, but I was going to say even in that situation, there's there's a patriarch system over that. They're they're set up as vending machine on display. Yeah. And there's a man who owns that building and who runs that business. Yes. So, you know, it's Somebody getting the kickback. I mean, I know just like oh, everything yeah. else. I mean, you follow their first. I'm, I'm not saying I'm for that or for against people's rights. I mean, uh, the rights of, uh, of the women who want to choose that profession. I'm just saying. I mean, I know it's a. Eventually, somebody gonna figure out a way. Like, okay, this could work. You know, and it's gonna all boil down I, to money. I think that we've seen it with the Bunny Ranch in Nevada. It's legal yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But I, I just don't know if it's. If it will go out across America, I think that if all narcotics, the day that all narcotics mm-hmm. are legal, mm-hmm. or you know, like what is it, schedule? What's marijuana is? Is marijuana in schedule? What, what's the three schedules? Schedule one through three. Mm. Come on, you drug dealers! It's a couple drug dealers in this room. <laughs> not, not this guy. No. Okay. Well, everybody <laughs> wants like disclaimer. Fifth column never does not. <laughs> Now everybody right, don't know. Right. Back, now know background know checks. About <laughs> drugs. Now everybody knows about drugs now. Okay. Uh, okay. All segments made are entertainment. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Trey, did you have? Nah, I think that was a great, great discussion on International Sex Workers Day. National okay. Horse Day. International Horse Day. Okay. Okie dokie. Well, let's get to the big discussion that we wanted to talk about. I've been dying to talk about this. And um, push a T has released his album mm-hmm. and he had a, a track on it infrared uh where he took shots at drake right uh drake then heard the track and released a freestyle called duppy duppy freestyle and everybody was like oh drake body push a oh my god it's over all these people was like oh it's done you know blah, blah, blah. and then what happened <laughs> push a t Push back. Uh, push a T. No, he ain't push, baby. <laughs> push a T is like Biggie's kicking in the door away from the 4-4. All I heard was push a don't, don't shoot me no more. Mm. Listen, mm. he came out with a record called The Story of Adion. And so disrespectful. Oh. <laughs> but it was it was needed. Why was it needed, sir? I'm just saying, I mean, he cause uh he got a Drake did something he shouldn't have did. He put uh, his uh, Pusha T's wife, who was his fiance, yeah, um, whole name out there. So I mean, he had beyond he was beyond rights to go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is that the reason why limits. he dissed him in the first place? No, 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 it goes no, no, way no. Back further. Yeah, that. it goes back further than that. They, you know, Pusha, Pusha is from my generation, where you you're sitting around and you just kind of frustrated that a guy who is more of a product, mm-hmm. he's a product. He has writers, and he's of the of the old school where it's like, nah, man, we pen the paper, we are lyricists, and all of us can't get me credit because you have a team, and people now are just like, well, the song is good, 
and they care about, you know, that. And I think that that sparked it. Like, you know, people want to take shots at the guy and he's probably the only dude that's had the real balls to go after Drake yes. and to call him out for not yes. being this and to bring it to the forefront. Like, you know, because it's still a if, few of us out there. If I'm not mistaken, I think it goes a little bit like uh, Drake, uh, no, nah, Pusha T had issues with uh, Baby and, and, and Lil Wayne at a point in time. Yes. And by by Drake being associated with with the camp, you know what I mean? It, he kind of caught the bullets, you know what I'm saying? And so they, I, 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 from what I heard, that they've been kind of going back and forth for a minute. Yeah. So, I mean, until now, it's like it really boiled over and, and it's, it's getting ugly, but it's interesting. It, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it, listen, I have not been this excited for hip hop yeah. in years. Yeah, it's been a minute. In years, and, and Dice is absolutely right. It is interesting. So really quickly, for those that don't know, that's out there, um, let me let me say a couple of the, the lines here that, you know, he says, I'm gonna start it at the home front. I am on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram. Bitch, I'm on one. Dennis Graham is Drake's father. He, off top, he talks about this man's father. All named by name. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Talking about Duffy Freestyle coming for Drake. I mean, coming for Pusha for, for getting engaged and wanting to be married, right? He said, your father walked away at five. Hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. That's his mother. Sandy's and he said mom. all that in the interview. How he, he's attacking his character. Yeah, he's attacking his character because of his character. He's attacking his character. And he goes on. I got to repeat this again. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How are you a winner? But she keep coming up in last place. He's talking about this man's mama. Yeah. Monkey suit Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow your fro, wouldn't nap enough. Listen. Yikes. Listen. Yikes. He came for this man's whole ancestry. <laughs> Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned up her IG, but the stench is on her. Listen. Yikes. She's a sex worker. She is a French sex worker. French sex worker. I wonder if she's participating in uh, International Horse Day. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, Sophie. I hope that you are out there letting your voice be heard for mm -hmm. your sisters, your sorors. Okay, you, you ain't right. That, yes. have, that yes. all have pledged and crossed the burning sands of it's horror. Appropriate. Yes, the burning sands of horror. By Whore <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> and this is there. They this is. They got to do the hair whip too. Whore by Whore Incorporated. <laughs> Lee, what? It brings
a whole new meaning Jesus. to a whole stroll. Oh my God. Let's see y'all whole stroll. I can do this all night. I give it less than 18 months. You're going to see an organization pop up doing this and the color's pink and gray. Oh my God. So, so the supposedly Drake has a secret child that he had a relationship with right. this woman so who that. was sleeping with at the time. Yes. She was sleeping with Drake, James Harding, mm-hmm. Aesop Rocky, oh my God. and someone else that I can't I can't recall. Yeah, another oh no no no, Iman Shumpert. Yeah. Oh, the basketball player. An right Iman right. Shumpert. She had no idea who the child was. It could have been any one of these yep. four individuals. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, it could have been God. any one of those four individuals. Oh, DNA God. test happened. Mm-hmm. It was Drake's, and supposedly she was excited because why? Hey, Drake got the biggest bag. Drake yeah. got the biggest bag. So, sex worker to using her looks and body to. So, why, she's well, why going you, up, why right? Why would you raw dog a sex worker? She's going Okay. Because it feels better. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm no. just saying. I mean, oh, Why? come hey. on, man. Ain't got a baby from it? Didn't the lyrics of his diss deal with that? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Babies involved. It's deeper than rap. We talking character. Let's keep to the facts. You hiding a child. Let the boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker border patrol. Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than the Adidas press run. That's real. Love the baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world. Ugh. How dare you put yay in your verse? I'm selfish. I want all of the curses. No, he said yuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, then he goes on. Let me say this. He goes, this is the part where a lot of people have taken exception to, because this is where I want to go. OVO 40, hunched over like he's 80. Tick, tick, tick. How much time he got. That man is sick, sick, sick. I got the devil flow, nigga. Sick, sick, sick. Listen. If you don't know who OVO40 is, that's Drake's partner. And he has uh, MS. He has multiple sclerosis. Oh, my God. He has, he has multiple sclerosis. Okay. And everybody... This, so for me, this is why I wanted this on the show today, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of rappers, I, I saw Joey Button, uh, Joe Button was really taken aback by this. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's too far. And I was like, really, Joe? Really, Joe? That, that was that's too far? Li- that was too far. And anyone that knows this, uh, what's your man name? Aubrey, Aubrey this Kid Cuddy. What was that? A couple years ago, mm-hmm. about his mental health, yep. and laughed at him about him being depressed yep. and suicidal, and no, nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. No, no of course not. Because Drake. Because Drake, and I was, I was very insulted at how quickly we forget. So let's talk about the history of disses. I, do you have one? Do you have a, a diss record that comes to your mind that's hella disrespectful? Well, Ice Cube and W.A. Uh, what? Jay, uh, Nas and, 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 yeah, Nas and Jay-Z. Oh, listen. Mm-hmm. Super ugly. Jay-Z said, I left condoms on your baby seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use condoms. 
Jay-Z said he left used condoms on your baby seat. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z uh, allegedly had slept with Nas's actual daughter's mother. Mm -hmm. And he put that in the rhyme because he had lost. This was ether had, had just happened. So super ugly, like he had to go right. so low. Right. And and it got so bad that Jay-Z's mother actually told him to go apologize. And people were like, well, Jay-Z apologized. Well, his mother made him do it. <laughs> so I don't really count that. But you said uh, Ice Cube. Easy, what do you got? Because that's one of mine. I, I got uh, Biggie Pop. Okay, start there. <laughs> Hit right. him up. Start there. All right. Start there, please. This this is the beginning. I believe he was talking over the beat first. Yes. What's the name of the song? Uh, this is called "Hit 'Em Up." Hit 'Em Up. Song by Tupac Shakur. Is arguably, if you ask anyone, would you what would you rank "Hit 'Em Up" at as far as this records? I put that at a ten because uh, he he chopped at him. And I mean to say you fucked his wife. I mean that's a low blow right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you get, do you and, and, get but, low? But you, you can't. You. I mean, how do you not? I mean, he had to catch feelings because he knew his wife. And he don't know if it was true or not. But just say that shit, and then you know motherfuckers paying attention to it. Ooh, so hit it. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna read this. I ain't got no motherfucking friends. Mm -hmm. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. So he fat shamed him. He fat shamed him. And okay. then, but you, let's catch what he said though. Starting out, mm -hmm. I ain't got no I friends. I ain't got no friends. Let, do you understand why he even said that? They used to be friends. Because they used to oh, be yeah. friends. Yeah, that's right. Yep. They used to actually be friends. And so he said, go ahead. He, so he goes, West Side, Bad Boy Killers. You know who the realist is, N word. We bring it to you. Take money. First off, Fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Mm -hmm. West side, when we ride, come equipped with game. Yeah. You claim to be a player, but I fuck your wife. We bust on bad boys, N-word, fuck for life. Okay, so this man, he said it twice. twice. <laughs> so just in case you didn't hear it that first time. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Let me ask I'm you a question. I'm still trying to figure out that he really do it. I mean, to this day, we still, Faith said it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. That ended a whole bunch of stuff. But let me ask you a question. Man to man. Yeah. Man to man. Yeah. Somebody came to you and said, uh, on social media, mm -hmm. they took a picture of you and whoever you, like, say, because you were married and took mm -hmm. a picture of your wife and said, hey, J. Cole, hey, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I effed your wife. What, what happens after that? What happens I, after that? I, I try to find him if I can. If yeah. this is someone that I know and yeah. I... I will physically harm him. The fact that I used to be your nigga and you saying you fucked my wife, uh, you know how, you, I, 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 ain't no words on how I will be. <laughs> we trying to get at you. I, I, it, it'll be a disc record, this album. I'll be trying to find your ass. You know, all kind of shit. I'm just sorry. I mean, this, you, you went too far. The, okay. Yes. So, he, he accomplished what he what he set out. What he set out to do. Now let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Talking about somebody's health, which one is too far? Saying that this man is sick and dying, or disrespecting the marriage? Trey, what's your thoughts? Um, you know, I've always had a problem with disc records in general mm -hmm. because they are so on the contrary of argumentation and debate, right? Like. 
to disrespect someone and attack their person, right, is like the violation of the first rule of arguing issues, right? You don't attack the person. Don't engage in ad hominem attacks, right? So it's just very hard for me to even follow this records because I'd be like, what is the point of bringing it's, that up? You know, it, it's very bothersome that you would even throw something like that into a discussion like, yeah, if white like, whoa, whoa, like you're escalating this and for what? And for what to sell records? Like, it, it, the whole thing is bothersome to me. So for me, I don't care if it's health or effing someone else's wife. Why are you having to attack the person at all? If you're good at what you do, do what you do. Why are you coming for somebody? So they took I don't art. understand it. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, go ahead. <laughs> they took an art that's that that used to be a thing in, in back in the days, and they and they took he took they take they take it out and flipping it. But see now it's more dangerous now. Yeah. Because motherfuckers gonna get at you on some shit you just said. Back then, you said some shit, motherfuckers gonna come at you with some more clever shit on top of the shit you just said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was more of a a, 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 a competition then now versus I, I, I got I to really kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It so should never escalate to that. That's but crazy. We had a whole different time. I feel you on that. I, I feel like. If you getting personal, you getting personal. Why is one of those worse yeah. than the other? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. I, go ahead, go no, ahead. I'm just saying because where do you draw that line? Like, well, this, but then this, but the, then the you genius personal? at the bottom. Exactly, the genius at the bottom. It's just the part of the rap game, though. Yeah, I mean, it should, it, you should expect that type of shit. Motherfuckers gonna say some shit, damaging shit, and, and brush it off, and because you know, motherfuckers gonna come back and say some more shit about. You know, it's a back and forth thing. So it should be expected when it comes to rap. I, and you know, for, for Trezene and anybody out there that don't know, like uh, battle rap and dissing actually started in Jamaican um, music culture. It's called, what was the name of it? They used to do it on records and it's, they would go back and forth at each other. Mm -hmm. So this this starts back like, uh, what's his name? was actually very famous at it. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Honorable, uh, Minister Nation of Islam Farrakhan Farrakhan mm. He was a huge Recording artist Really? And, yeah And he was really good at it Like yeah he <laughs> Like you didn't want to Mess with Farrakhan <laughs> Farrakhan But I mean you see How articulate he is Right yeah. Farrakhan would clap at you So you, you didn't want that That brother's a thousand years old And he still got his wits I'm sure if he want to Go ahead and do a diss record His diss record Would be scathing <laughs> Scathing <laughs> I would love to hear a Farrakhan oh disrespect. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, he should clap at Al Sharpton for real. I want to hear it. Okay, I'd be a fan of that just record. Can he, can he clap even, at Candace Owens? Can he do I that? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So here's here's one of my favorites, right? This is no Vaseline. This is Ice Cube. This is what he's listen, this is one of my favorite lines that he says. Can can, can you mention what the title Represents the, the no Vaseline. Yes. Uh, well, I'm. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting fucked out your deal in the ass. Yeah. You're you taking all your money well, and you, you acting like you like it. Mm. You shouldn't like it. Mm. You should do something about it. And that's what that's what that's what the Q was talking mm. about. You sure was. And he says to Easy E now, uh, R.I.P. Uh, half pint bitch, fucking your homeboys, you little maggot. Easy E turned faggot. Like, l listen. Yikes. Listen. Kill, kill them. He said, kill. by, later on, by Mr. Shitpacker, bend over the goddamn cracker. No Vaseline. Now, let me say this. I picked, 
We picked two records. What nice. we talked about, right? Biggie, mm-hmm. we picked, hit him up. We picked No Vaseline, mm-hmm. right? Talked about nice. having sexual relations with someone's wife. Mm-hmm. And this guy is challenging his, his manhood. your manhood. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's too much after that. that the, these records, this was like, No Vaseline was 91. Yeah. yeah, like 91 and then hit him up was 97. No, couldn't be. No, that no, was like no, 95. No. It was. Oh, it doesn't have a year on here. Yeah. OK. And um, let me see here. Lyrics. O'Shea. It just says, they don't give me the year on it. Uh, my hip hop timeline is F with no Vaseline. So um, you're talking about someone's relationship and their marital status. And you're talking about somebody's manhood. Mm-hmm. Does it get any worse than that? But I want to show everyone something. Run this video clip. Run this video clip. Uh, let's. I want everybody to see this really quickly. On how put my hands up and step back for this. Because if you a G in any way, shape, or form, you should react to this. If you got any respect for the relatives that passed, I should get slapped for this. What I'm saying is, I shouldn't be able to say another motherfucking word after this. But I'm glad your uncle dead, fathead. He wasn't nothing but a knucklehead crackhead. With a head full of ringworms and a face full of blackheads. He deserved to get caught in the crossfire when that Mac spread. And if God gave him a second chance at life, I wish him back dead. Did y'all hear that? You 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 didn't hear it. So let me let me let Listen, listen. He was talking in a battle. He was talking about the other MC's family member. Yep. He said in his face. In his face. That he, if he had a second chance at life, he wished him back dead. L- listen, man, I don't know what rap that y'all listen to. Okay? <laughs> right. I don't know if y'all was listening a hip hop, a hippity, hippity, hip hop, hip hop. No, 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 man. We talking about Someone getting money. <laughs> yeah, that Will Smith. Listen, man. Boys is coming for your entire soul out here, man. Look, Come. F- look, and battle rapping that shit right there. Hey, look. They study each other. Yes. And they will bring up shit that you don't even fucking know. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's battle rap. You gotta study your appointment. Yeah. Opponent. You know what I'm saying? So I mean if you don't watch enough for them, what's the name of the uh 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 Smack DVD, yeah. If you don't look at this shit, you won't know. So that's why a lot of sensitive motherfuckers out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, get offended when they nah, hear he certain shit. He ain't lying. Listen, because that, that includes Drake. Like, you you, you showing your lack of history when you're not expecting a clapback like this. Exactly. Like, what are you thinking? Like, do you not know that this is something that happens? You think, oh, I'm Drake. I'm going to go ahead and Yeah, that's my this. issue here after hearing the whole uh, history of these two and, and Drake is, Drake, you know you are a manufactured product, and I think that you should be very careful what you say on the mic because there's too much to bring up. If you haven't acknowledged it yourself Mm -hmm. to take the power out of all of this stuff that comes with you being a manufactured product, you probably should be very careful what you say on records because for me personally, learning that you were going to uh, introduce your, your hidden child to the world through a marketing campaign is the most disgusting thing I have 
ever heard. It tells me more about Drake than I ever needed to know. And I don't think I ever need to know anything else about Drake ever again. I didn't listen to his music at all, you know, in the first place. But I certainly will never support anything he has coming out because that is absolutely disgusting that you've done what you've done. And instead of just acknowledging that this is what's happening, you decide to reveal it through a marketing campaign that again, allows you to make money off of this child. Like it, the whole thing is ridiculous. So I think from just a public relations standpoint who helps to make brands out of things and people. When you are manufactured, you have to be very careful what you do. His mm. Beyonce, right? Mm. You don't get to just speak on stuff because it's too much you have to hide and keep down. Right. So you should be very careful what you say on the mic because real niggas, they shit is already out. They, it's already out. Well, wow. And, and this is what has happened. Wow. Uh, only yeah, thing, right? I think it's still rules, certain rules. It's still a little bit of rules though when it comes to that shit because what I don't agree with what Drake did is, is drop his uh, Pusha T's wife. Yeah. yeah. Because now they could, that opened the door for her to get harassed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't know how easily the information can get, I mean, they can get information just off the name, her name. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, I would, that, that's probably why he's got pissed the way yeah. he did. It yep. came the that's way right. he did because right. you put his fiance out there yeah. now. I mean, that that could lead to a whole domino effect of sh different lot of shit. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Listen, yeah. can I be honest with you? Let me be, I was thinking out of my total male privilege right. that I never thought about that. And this ties into the earlier segment we had about women being protected. Drake had no concern about this woman's well-being that we, like, listen, Rappers use aliases. Mm -hmm. These entertainers use aliases. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he called her out. Do you know how easy it is now because of social media to go and find people's information and stalk them and harass them? Yep. And you put this woman in jeopardy. Exactly. Yo, I, can I be honest? I, I did not think of that. I yeah. did not see that at all. Yeah. I Thank you for that perspective, Dice. That is a big game. To, you know what? Hey, for that... You lucky that's all he said because exactly. this yeah. could have been like something different. You know, because Drake, you got money for armed guards and to right. do all of that. Like now you gotta force Pusha to have to spend money that yeah. he shouldn't have had to spend to protect her. Right. Dog, that's big. That hey, you know what? Hey, let it be a surgical summer. I say let them things yes. fly. Let I say fly. let them things fly now. I'm man. waiting for the next one. I, you know what, for me, after hearing what Dice said, it ain't the next one for me. It's Aubrey is getting touched now because you you have put yeah. her actual in, person in danger. And, ooh. Yeah, and, and I, I want the way you led into that is what are the rules? You know what I'm saying? Like, it should never have gotten to this where you should have inflamed him so much that he had to even come for you like this. Like, where are the, where is the stopping point and the, the boundary? where you're not putting people in danger. Like, I, what are the rules? Just like, like when I like, said, like, like, what are like, the rules of this? Like like with gangs and principles, you know what yes. I'm saying? You, you don't fuck with families, families and kids. You know what I'm saying? They have principles and shit. But it, 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 it should be certain principles not to go that far bringing actual names of family members yeah. and shit like that. But do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, I mean, it just, it's, it's, a, it's a limit. But it, I, like I said, I don't blame Pusha T for for, for mm -hmm. clapping back like that because that that was a little bit too far. Yeah, that was too far, and and you saying that completely changed mm -hmm. uh, my trajectory right. of thought in that. Yeah. Uh, and even Pusha's response, 
He didn't say Sandy, his mother's full name. Right. He didn't right. do that. He or said Dennis Graham. No, right. he didn't. He oh. said Dennis Graham. He did. He did. But that's the man. You can protect yourself. That pusher didn't put his mother out there because he could have said a name. And he, listen, man, if pusher had that much information, he didn't actually say Sophie's full name and where you could mm-hmm. find. He, mm-hmm. You got to look at what he actually did. Mm-hmm. He took bigger shots at men. Man, my hat's off to Pusha then. I, Pusha, you in the complete right. You are complete right. You are my hero. Listen, I, well, let me say this. As, as it stands, I am wearing a clip shirt. Uh, my ties run real deep in the VA. Uh, I went to school in Virginia. My family is from Virginia. It's from VA. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, I, I, I love VA. I love VA Beach. I love Bad News. I love Newport News. <laughs> I love Suffolk. I love Chesapeake. You know, we can talk about that whole area all day long. <laughs> Ten four seven. Oh my god. Uh, TD, you can wrap this up. Let's yeah. So, <laughs> anything else? I, hey, we have. Who are you here for? Pushing the drink. You, you push it. Push. Listen, okay. I, 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 I love the fact that he came for Drake. Yeah. Just the fact that somebody did that finally, like knocked it, because all the stuff that they said. Plus, you harassed Rihanna, so fuck you. Oh, he got played on Rihanna. Uh, Trey, uh, final thoughts? Uh, I'm, uh, I'll listen to Pusha T's music after this last discussion. Okay. And I think there should be a hip-hop summit. Y'all come up with a code, okay? So we don't have this ever again. We can't have They that. used to have a hip-hop summit. The, the, <laughs> there used to be a hip-hop summit, mm-hmm. a big hip-hop summit. You should look into that. Uh, Dice, where can everyone find you? Tell them yes. about your music. Tell, tell us everything where we can find you, sir. Oh, wow. Find me on Facebook. Uh, find me on Instagram at uh, Big Dice Two One Nine. Got a new single out called "What She Wearing." You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, or basically over all the uh, digital medias. And uh, yeah, I'm just basically uh, throwing stuff out there to see what it do. I heard that. What she wearing? That's what it's called. What she wearing? Is it the sex worker anthem? It seems like it could be like a little stripper song. It brushes a little bit about, you know, but it, you know, it, it, it can fly in the, in the yeah. clubs. That's what's up. You know. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, uh, Big Dice, for joining mm-hmm. us today. Uh, Tresene had amazing segments today. Uh, make sure that you all, if you miss any part of this, that you go to the fifthcolumnnetwork.com. We have all of our episodes on demand. And, and you can listen to this very show on a podcast mm-hmm. right on iTunes right mm-hmm. you can go and find look us up uh, FCN uh, the Sunday edition yep. and you can listen to the Sunday edition podcast it's amazing we put numbers up in this podcast in the, uh, the I- iTunes store right yeah in the iTunes yep. store mm-hmm. uh, you can find us there with that um, also you can find us on Facebook and YouTube so make sure that if you're a person that likes YouTube more subscribe and make sure you hit that little notification that bell to let you know when we have a new video out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as Periscope and follow us on our social media platforms. Uh, FCN underscore one through five. Prime. You got and anything? And more importantly, www.thefifthcolumnnetwork.com. Absolutely. Oh, stay tuned because coming right up. We have Mr. and Mrs. Are they going to be Mr.? Are they Mr. and Mrs.? Not yet. Not, not yet. A couple weeks. June 23rd okay. or something like uh, that. Uh, Stacy uh, Majors and Akilah Shannon. Yes. We're putting their names out there, but they've done it already. 
So it's not on us. So oh, so yeah. No beef. Like, ain't no beef, please. I don't want no beef with Speak On It. Because Speak On speak It. On it. Speak On It got a fan base. They They'll sure come do. clap for us. They sure do. The is like the Beyonce of, of, Indianapolis of the, the church relationship <laughs> the <church>. community. <laughs> First off, I pray to Jesus and I, you yeah. know, I don't know. I'm about to start cussing. So, like, okay. well, that's it. And I'm against the relationship. No side bad, chicks. Bad girl killer. Okay. That's Nikila. No side chicks. Stop watching them porn flicks. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't for me, though. I, ain't, I don't have no addiction to porn. Nope. So, yep. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm The Revolution. Jayco is it. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned for Speak On It coming up next.